Welcome back to Four Corner Sports Podcast. This is Nick, along with my co-host Justin. I know it's been a while, but we obviously have a lot to get into. Hell is frozen over. Vincent Kennedy McMahon has officially retired from the company that he has been the captain of for 40 years since 1982. The man is 77 years old, and there's a new fucking regime. As you guys probably know, Stephanie McMahon has been named CEO slash chairwoman of WWE, Nick Khan, co-CEO as well. So you have the legacy there along with the businessman to keep the stockholders happy and Nick Khan. And maybe even more important than that, um, Triple H is now head of creative and has final creative say in all situations. I am so excited. Um, So... How are you going to remember, Vince, before we get into everything else? Like, has the scandal affected how you see – what do you think of him, his legacy? I remember him as being the absolute captain of the Attitude Era. I think that he – the Vince McMahon, Stone Cold Steve Austin storylines were just so damn entertaining. It – it glued me to my TV whenever he was on. Oh, yeah. You always knew he was going to get stunned. Something crazy was going to happen. I mean, he played that part, the, the McMahon character. He played that part so damn well. That the was, asshole boss that you wanted to hit over the head with a bedpan. And then he'd let you. <laughs> and then, he let and you. then he'd let you. And yes. I just think that, you know, when I grew up and I, I, I kind of knew better with the today's market that, like, he he was the man, dude. For what he allowed them to do, for the stories that he allowed to be told, for the positions he put himself into, getting stunned repetitively by Stone Cold Steve Austin and, yeah, and rock bottom. And and he he never asked anybody to do something that he wasn't willing to do. I remember seeing um I, I remember seeing the Gronk. Gronk was doing a, a bit, and he came in, and he was in oh, the training. Oh, off the scaffolding yep. onto the crash pad. And yep. he, he was in the training center, and he, and he and I remember seeing Vince McMahon climb up on top of that damn thing and do a flip down onto the mat, and it was it was incredible to me. Like, it was the, the dude at his age. I mean, this he had to have been 75, 74 at the time. He was still out there doing and never asking someone to do something that he wasn't willing to do. Vince changed the game. He adapted he made wrestling he took it from the territories back in 1982 and what he did with it when he got the reins from his dad is he made it a worldwide commodity you know it's too bad that he didn't like trademark the uh he turned it into a billion dollar company it's too bad he didn't trademark the swagger the the strut that he did to the ring because that is too bad. I'm surprised he did it. I'm surprised he didn't too. Because really mi- Con- like, there's a whole generation of people right now that think that that's the Conor McGregor walk, and they think that it's Conor McGregor that came up with the 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 strut. And it, it's not. It it's, ain't right. It's Vince McMahon. Like he, yep. him walking out to the ring doing that friggin' like that was that was some gnarly shit. And it was it was fun to he watch. Should ask for a check. So moving on from Vince, um, and kind of going into the new. Um, regime that's taking place. So again, you have Triple H, head of creative. You have his wife as co-CEO and maybe more importantly, chairwoman. Um, 
and you have WE going into the PG-14 directive. So we can literally start to have Attitude Era stuff. Um, Justin, how do you think this is going to change the product and how do you want it to change the product? What do you want to see again? What What are your thoughts on Attitude Era 2.0? You know, let him let King loose. Let the King loose. Oh my God. Let put him back on the microphone. Let him scream puppies. Let him do whatever the hell he wants to do because he was entertaining as hell to listen to. I mean, granted, they could change it up a little bit and maybe find something a little bit more appropriate for him to to address. Yeah, but I no, I, I don't think we're going back to that either. But I know I think we're going to see a big change in the landscape. I think we're going to see uh, a lot more intricate storylines. I think that we're going to hear. Or we're gonna see more, more adult storylines. More, yeah, yeah. People being thrown out of somebody's living room window <laughs> because they went after their wife. It's more mature <laughs> content for sure inside of those storylines. You know, you mentioned earlier off air. You know, Cody Rhodes being able Can to bleed. blade again. You know, yes. and, and, and doing things like that, which I'm not that cool with, to be honest. Crimson mask. I'll just say that out loud. Like I, I don't like the idea that these guys have to go out there and physically mutilate themselves in order to put on a show. You know, that, that is one thing that about AEW that, like, have you seen that barbed wire match with Jericho and it's Eddie? It's kind of too much. It's almost a little too much. Like, yeah. why are you killing yourself? You don't have to do that much to gain my eyeballs and respect. You don't have to put yourself through that. Yeah, to we, get we were my... already watching the match. We right. don't need to see that. You guys don't need to. Like, I love Darby Allen and what he's willing to do, but sometimes they can slow it down and and. There isn't as much in-ring psychology. Like, the athletes nowadays are significantly better than, no offense, but they are. Athletes now learn from past generations. They are better athletes. That's not a knock to anyone from 10, 20 years ago. They just are. It's the natural progression of sports and athletes. The next generation learns a thing or two from the other previous generation and expands upon it. Um, but like you said, they're doing way too much and they don't need to kill themselves for my, now that the kayfabe has sort of been lifted a bit, I don't think people need to see, you know, the mist coffin drop from the top of the rope. You know, if he's going to go up there and there's a dude sitting on a bunch of, you know, chairs or, or laying on a table or whatever, just hit the damn move. Like, let there be a buffer between Darby Allen going from up there to right. the floor without, you know... They don't let things breathe. It's just move after it's, move it's after move. It's crazy spot after crazy spot. You can't and, sit back and, and appreciate what just happened. Well, now that we're a little older, I think we can appreciate the human body a little more. Oh, than I appreciate some of the, that some, of, of some of these young kids, they just don't get it. But the storytelling, it's just move after move after move. There's no time for you to sit there and be like, oh my God, that just happened because it's on to the next thing. It's yeah. The recovery time too, man, like recovery time doesn't even exist in AEW. It seems like really, not really. It's too fast paced. I don't want to say too fast paced. It's a great product, but yeah, they could slow it down. They could benefit from slowing it down at times. Pander to Um, the crowd a little more. We really got off topic there. What were oh so yeah we were talking about changes in, in WWE so what I talking about AEW though there's a lot of people that left that company because of Vince's because of Vince and creative frustrations. Um, what do you that, think will that are going to be? There's we could see a lot of people back um, that 
there were people that Vince wasn't high on that Triple H was very high on, like Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa could be in for a big push. Ricochet, AJ Styles. We could have Walter back. No more Gunther. Um, Because I'll tell you what, Triple H loves... Gunther and you know um uh Walter I mean and you know who else just he likes ruined it. No I didn't. And you know who else he loves? Adam Cole baby. Yeah. Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Keith Lee. Where's Johnny Gargano been? Um he just had a kid. So is he is he still signed to WWE? He is a free agent, but now that Triple H is where he is, Gargano's most likely going to come back and that wasn't you know, before this happened, it was kind of up in the air whether or not he'd go to AEW. But these AEW guys now have to think about, can I get paid more money in WWE and still have my creative freedom and be able to bleed and be able to be involved in more adult content? And again, have more creative freedom. That's why John Moxley left. That's why a lot of these people left because Vince wasn't seeing their idea. Vince killed NXT and at, at the time, NXT was one of the most popular shows. It was significantly better than Raw and SmackDown, and it was right up there with AEW. NXT and what Triple H did with NXT was fucking incredible. So if that if that success compounds into Raw and SmackDown, yep. we could have it, we could be in for a, a, a hell of a show. We I should mean, we, be we, in for a hell of a show. Does this make WWE sort of does this replace or re cement themselves? Let's call it. As the pinnacle of, of sports entertainment with, with Triple H Man. at the reins now. I mean, let's be honest. Like, Stephanie can be the CEO. Nick Khan can be the CEO. Stephanie is the go-to middleman. People be- love Stephanie. And, and that's that's all She's well and good. But when it comes with... to the product, though, yep. I'm saying that it, it, to me, almost seems with the, with the hierarchy that they're putting into place, mm-hmm. that Stephanie McMahon is going to become the de facto go-to person. Promoter. She's, She's going to be the go-to. No, the go-to person that communicates between Triple H and Nick Khan. He, she's going to be the one that, you know... I think it's going to be the other way around. Triple H is head of creative, so everything's going to go through him and Hill. So you have Nick Khan there only as the business guy, the guy that will keep the money flowing and the deals coming in that'll make stockholders happy. And then you have Stephanie McMahon, who grew up in this business. And right. and then you have Triple H. Stephanie will be the face. Triple H will be the will be the the brains behind the operation. And then you got Nick Khan as the money man. I mean, I think Triple H is going to play. A, I think he's going to be more of a face. How than soon Stephanie. do we see him back on TV? Man, honestly, I'm surprised you didn't see either him or Stephanie or both on Raw last night as kind of a passing of the torch. Like, even Triple H and Stephanie coming to the ring and saying, Mask and Square Garden, welcome Especially to Monday Night Raw. being at Madison Square Garden. Right. I was sure they were going to do that, because why wouldn't you take advantage of that opportunity? But instead, but they no, opened up between, with Roman. Yeah. But between um, Triple H, Stephanie... Paul Heyman, between those guys, Bruce Pritchard's still there. Between those people, WWE is in a really good spot. And a lot of people are going to go back. And some people from AEW, when their contract's over, they're going to look at WWE as not a PG place anymore. They can be themselves. All right, let's take a public poll. Who will be the first person to jump ship? Since the Triple H return. 
Who's gonna? Who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Adam Cole? Is it going to be MJF? Or are they gonna maybe? It do they have be, a relationship where they where, the, where strings are gonna get pulled and it's MJF? Who who will be the first guy? I mean, Keith Lee. Other, all other of, than his recent push there with the with the tag titles in AEW, so, like kind of been left on the sidelines a bit. No, they've been doing a lot with Lee and Swerve, but out of everyone you just mentioned, other than MJF, Adam Cole, Keith Lee, those guys. They all have brand new contracts. The only guy that you mentioned that doesn't that ha- that their yeah, contract is ending soon is MJF. MJF is the only guy that you just named that could realistically go to WWE, whose contract is about to end. Okay, fine. Who's going to be? They would push for him. So, do you think we're going to see a jump from the next person is going to be a jump from WWE to AEW or vice versa? I wouldn't be surprised to see MJF jump to WWE. I wouldn't be surprised sure. at all. So you think it's going to be WWE is going to be the first recipient of the next exchange. It's not going to be the other way around where WWE loses someone to AEW next. I don't think so. I think the, the days next of, headline is going to be, you know, just like a Cody Rhodes thing where someone jumped over. There are definitely, I mean, there's always going to be people unhappy in a company regardless of who's in charge. But with Triple H in charge now and Stephanie in charge now and how much people respect them and how easy they are to work with, I don't see a lot of people leaving now. I think a lot of people are going to ride it out and be like, okay, our guy's in charge. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to stick around just to see how this new regime plays out because there are great players in WWE right now. So I think the company's in, in the best hands that they can be in. Um but yeah, I mean, it kind of, we can also talk about people who are going to gain pushes and people who are going to lose pushes because as you know, and as everyone knows, a lot of people or a lot of talent that Triple H was high on and Paul Heyman was high on, like your Tommaso Champas, like your Ricochets, like your Alistair Blacks, um, like your Buddy Murphys, like your Andrades. I'd like to see Tommaso, Ch- Tommaso Ciampa. At the end of this That's Triple H's boy. At the end of the Miz Logan feud, when they finally have their you know match at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I would love to see him just level both of them and literally just take them both out like garbage, and then just be left standing in the middle of the ring with a sly, smug smile on his face. But yeah, I'd love to see him just waste both of them, just level level them, and then just like make some statement, some bold ass New Testament statement. You know, post pre or what po- the post fuck are age. they doing with Logan Paul? They want him, they want people to cheer him, and I don't think they've realized that people don't like Logan Paul very much. Yeah, he's, he's get, the number one podcast in the world. I mean, I just Joe Rogan have the best podcast in the world. No, impulsive. impulsive. I just heard about impulsive. Impulsive is the number one podcast as far as viewerships concerned in the world. Well, that's huge. I mean, Supposedly. I get why they signed him. Hey, Jerry, because he has viewers. Jerry, can you can you find out for us who's the number one podcast in the world? I mean, obviously it's it's probably us, but who's number two? So while Jerry looks this up, yeah, no, Joe Rogan's definitely number one. May 29th, anyways, as of May 29th, uh, twenty twenty two, he is number one. Look at that! I don't even see Impulsive on here. I was gonna say, I didn't know Impulsive was like I just heard about it. Just heard. But I don't follow the guy. I don't really care about him or his brother. Where is Impulsive ranked? Number forty-six. Oh, it's not weird. Number thirty. He got a, he got a size number thirty. Pretty terrible. I mean, I'd take that. I don't know if we're. I mean, we should be top one hundred. 
We should be. I mean, we should be. So guys, if you're listening to this, give us a review, write something nice or write something. Slam that like button, bro. Just write something like, and subscribe. But yeah, going back to how this new regime can affect what other wrestlers do and what other talent does with their careers. I see a lot of people going back to WWE and first person that I'm going to throw out there is Sasha fucking Banks. Sasha Banks, Triple H and Stephanie are, are still high on her. And I think, and it was Vince. I mean, Vince was really the problem as far as not giving or not putting Sasha and Naomi and even Bailey in the spot that they should have been. And more specifically, the tag titles that Bailey and Sasha fought for. They kind of got put on the back burner and that was all due to Vince. Vince doesn't take tag team wrestling seriously, um, especially women's tag team wrestling. Um, but Triple H is totally different. So if anybody can bring Sasha Banks and Naomi back to WWE, it is 100% trips. Um, he's a good ambassador. We already mentioned Adam Cole. Triple H and Stephanie are going to be shooting for Sasha. They're going to be shooting for Aleister Black, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, maybe Bobby Fish. I've heard rumors of Bray Wyatt. Yep. Maybe joining Edge. Um, could have been teases to him in that that vignette. Yeah, the um, whole vignette thing with with Edge. If we can just digress for a it's second, it's interesting. It's too much for a man of his caliber and a man of his like. Well, do you get it? I guess not. So I think it's really cool because it gives you a lot of Easter eggs and bits and pieces of all of his past opponents and all of his past gimmicks and characters. Like it's a really well put together. Sure, but a but a new new star, you know, an up and coming, a, a a fresh blood, so to speak, could have used that level of of intricacy and and like that would have been a great Bray Wyatt type way, you know, a, a vignette to to promote the return of Bray Wyatt, like something like that. Like he, for sure, he could have used it and they kind of went all in and did a really great job, but it's for, for edge, like edge didn't need that. Like just his well, music hitting as a, as a, as a surprise return yeah. would send the place into, you know, you know well, what I, I mean? I think they had to do something because they're completely, I think they're repackaging, repackaging him. him so again. they have to do something. I just hope he doesn't go down the path of, of Jeff of, of Jeff Hardy. And put going too long is what I'm saying. I think he's good. I think he's been putting on good matches, and I think they just I don't know if they didn't have a clear vision in mind. I never really got behind the whole judgment day thing. I never I never liked it. I liked it when Edge was there. Now I could care less. Yeah, no, I I want to see. Like I old... hope they lose this match. And well, now we can Trey Mysterio and 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 whatever his name is there. Well, now we can actually see the rated R superstar, like actually the rated R superstar. Why don't they call him be... the rated PG fourteen superstar? <laughs> don't think it would have flowed as well. Yeah, right. No, probably didn't. Probably wouldn't have rolled off the tongue. Definitely doesn't read as well. But yeah, Vince. Stepping aside and giving the reins to his daughter, Triple H, Nick Khan, um, I think it's the best thing that could have happened to WWE. It's it's really a blessing. Not I don't even want to say a blessing in disguise because the majority of people feel it's a good thing, and stockholders apparently think it's a good thing because they're up. They're up like ten percent since the news dropping. So 
everybody agrees that Vince stepping aside is a good thing and the management that's in place is nothing but a positive thing for the company. So yeah, they're in good hands and I'm excited to see if Triple H and Stephanie and I guess Nick Khan can see the value in working and having partnerships with someone like AEW or Ring of Honor or New Japan or Impact Wrestling. Vince wasn't there, but Vince isn't there anymore. Daddy's gone. Daddy's gone. Dad retired um, under federal investigation. I knew that Um, was going to be the last time we saw him when he was out in the ring walking around and just kind of smiling at the crowd. You were right about that. I I saw it. It was a goodbye. It I think 100% it was. 100% was yeah, a good buy. He, he You're going to owe me a hundred motherfucking dollars. Not if we don't see him on WBTV in two years. And we will. We will. No. If we don't see him on SmackDown, Raw, NXT I programming. Don't, I don't remember it being laid out like that. Oh, We're going to have to go back and listen to it. it was such a schmuck. I don't N- think it was laid out like that. Can he get inducted into the Hall of Fame of his own company? I mean, is that a little bit too much on the nose? There's... A debate right now of whether or not he will he be inducted sh- be? because of the scandal. <laughs> oh, I mean, bad. he should. I think he should be just based on. I think he already there wouldn't be have, a Hall of Fame. He already should have been. There I wouldn't think. be a Hall of Fame without Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Like, right. for Christ's sakes, um, he, in- he invented the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and everybody that's in it. So yeah. how can you not have the creator? How can you not G-O-D. put Stan Lee into, into into Marvel Comics? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like how right. how could you not do that? But it depends on how the scandal goes. Like, if some really damning things come out as what's being reported. Which, again, with the way he was kind of saying his farewell, it seemed like he might he might have a little bit of a sniff of the wind and know that if they've gotten this far... I heard there's another gonna... $14 million in payoffs. Oh, I bet the number's going to be absurd by the time it's said and done. But it's also going to be... It's going to be a drop in the bucket... Compared to what he, who he is, and what he's worth, right? But I perception, mean, sponsors, sure. Stockholders. But now he's out of the company, and they're not going to have to take that punishment out. But would they induct him into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that part that, that's debatable. So if he's not, then why don't you just pay me my hundred bucks now and get well, this over? You know with? what? Because we're going to see. Um, but you know what? Hulk Hogan, he went into the Hall of Fame. Ultimate Warrior, he went into the Hall of Fame. I think after enough time, even if Vince McMahon is charged with Demified. really bad things, I think after enough time will go by to where it's not remembered and he will go into the Hall of Fame eventually. But, but is, is maybe not be, anytime soon. Is he going to be alive at the time? Maybe not. That would be a shame. That would be a shame. I think. I mean, again, like I'm not condoning what he's done or what he might have done. Um you know, fuck him in that regard. But as far as how he impacted the wrestling, we wouldn't even have this podcast. We like, what would we be watching? What would we be playing? What two K would we be playing right now if oh, it I'd wasn't be, for I, Vince I, McMahon? I, I'd be sleeping, but that's that's just me. Vince, uh, again, Vince made a, a company a billion dollar company. Yeah, he took he it, changed he took, it he forever. Took, he took it into the in, into the clouds for sure. Yes, compared to being a territorial, you know small territory type promotion where you were like it was almost circus or like yep. you know town carny, carny town fair mm-hmm. level before Vincent Vincent Kennedy McMahon came around Vince made it cool 
He made it cool. Vince made it cool. And I think he was a large part of that. He made it a global commodity, a global enterprise. Regardless of what he's done, like, hats off. He gave something to people for, you know, for them to enjoy. So, mission accomplished. And they will enjoy, I mean... And they will enjoy it. Yeah, even if WWE fades into black, it's never going to be a forgotten promotion like, you know, any number of small territorial type places. I didn't want to talk about that, but you brought it there. Oh, okay. So, so um, Vince is gone, and now we have Triple H, Steph, and I'm really just going to say those two because they are the inner circle. They are extensions of the McMahon family. What happens after they're gone? Who's going to take over after a McMahon is no longer... Are there grandkids? Are there... Because Shane's out of the picture. I mean, Stephanie has kids. Are we going to see a day? Stephanie and Triple H have children. Yeah, but are they going to take over the business? I mean... Are they going to be like that? Are they as involved as Shane and Stephanie were when they were kids? I don't think so. Maybe maybe not. I think Shane and Stephanie... It's a different time now. I mean... Exactly. Shane and Stephanie weren't billion-dollar babies back when it, you know, first started kind of deal. You know, they had to kind of go with, you know, go that with the true. flow. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. you know, they don't need their kids to be so involved. They right. just can have a position for them once they go to school, yep. get their education, learn the, you know, spend a few years learning the ins and outs. I mean, I bet within the day. I hope it's passed down to a McMahon or a Helmsley. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. If a- I, I bet within a decade we'll start seeing their kids make their appearances and maybe GM roles or something like that. And if that doesn't happen... I want to see The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, own WWE. Because that is a rumor. <laughs> the the company shiznet. the Samoans helped build goes back to the Samoans. That'd be an interesting... What a, what a story. That'd be an interesting take. That'd be an interesting I story. Mean, hey, if, if Rock buys WWE, I mean, that's Dwayne Johnson, man. The king <laughs> of Hollywood. The king of Hollywood. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. You know, I never liked him when I saw him in, in Walking Tall. I thought it was, I remember thinking like you should just go back to wrestling, and then now look at him. It's kind of crazy. He's great. Yeah. Yep. I'm not really excited for the uh, Black Adam movie, but that's just me. Oh yeah. I, I think I, I think it I think it's going to be stupid and overdone, and they're going to try way too hard to make a cool movie like Marvel, and it's not going to work. Yep. That's just my opinion. All right. Well, I think that is the end of this episode. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know there was uh, a long gap between this episode and the last episode. I apologize. Life gets in the way. Um, But hopefully, catch us next week. I want you to be able to expect an episode on a given day. Um, So I do want to try to be more consistent for you guys. um, Because I understand as a podcast listener myself, that's a nice thing to have. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks, guys.